0: Merry Christmas. Today is the final of our three days of concerted reflection. George Herbert says this, in Christ, two natures met to be your cure. Today we're going to look at two different areas of our lives, our physical health and our emotional health. Oftentimes these are pitted against one another. But if we understand the Bible rightly, we must understand that we are not souls with bodies or bodies with souls, rather we are embodied souls. That means our physical is as important as our quote unquote spiritual. That every part of our being is not only submitted to Jesus, but growing in Christ-likeness. But in order to grow in Christ-likeness, we have to have a right understanding of it. Physically, this means that we have to remember what 1 Corinthians tells us, that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So we must take care of the physical embodiment that God has given us. But we also know it is broken and experiencing the effects of death. We know that one day we will be given a renewed body which will not be affected by sin, sickness, or death when Jesus returns and renews and restores all of creation. And so we want to take care of this physical body now as an act of worship to the God who will give us a renewed body. And on a very practical level, we also want to have a long, healthy life to be as effective of a member of God's kingdom as we can before our time comes to an end. So first, let's ask some questions around our physical health. Like we have the last two days, there's going to be a question and then a pause for you to reflect. If you need to press the pause button, please do so. If you're doing something where you can't reflect well, we encourage you to come back and do this at another time. So first, list five words that describe your physical condition and well-being this last year. What specific goals do you want to achieve in the next 12 months? better blood pressure maybe, weight management, certain amount of exercise. How many hours of sleep can I honestly say I get each night? And what is my goal for the new year? Before reflecting on our emotional worlds, we must first have a right understanding of the role emotions play in our lives. Many of us are taught that our feelings are unreliable and that we, they cannot be trusted. However, Chip Dodd calls emotions tools that we've been given. Now, if these are just tools given to us by God, then the tool in and of themselves is not good or bad, it's how we use the tools. Emotional awareness is learning how to use the tools well. So what is the proper use of emotional awareness and the correct understanding of emotions? First, emotions are true, but not the ultimate truth. Our Emotions are not some disembodied evil spirituality like many claim. Emotions are experienced physically. Electrical currents are flow in your brain when you feel, and your brain physiologically changes with certain emotions, releasing different chemicals at different times. Emotions are an embodied reality. Essentially, they are quote true about what you are experiencing in the world at that time. Ultimate truth is found in God's Word and revealed in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Sometimes our emotions don't line up with this ultimate truth. We may not feel like children of God, but we still are. Learning the difference will be essential. Often, we have to remind ourselves of the ultimate truth to counter what we may feel to be true in the moment. Second, emotions are important, but not of ultimate importance. We live in a day where people place emotions on an ultimate pedestal. They are not only the driver and decision maker of our life, they are the God that needs to be followed and worshiped. Someone in this category places their emotions on such a high pedestal that they align all of their life with the emotion that they are feeling at that moment. We are to recognize that emotions are necessary. They are important. They are driving us. But those who follow Jesus do not submit to them as Lord. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says to take every thought captive and to make it obedient to Christ. As this body sensation that we call emotions become words we articulate with our brain, we don't roll over and let them drive us. Our emotions are important, but they are not of ultimate importance. Last, emotions are non-moral, but lead to morality. We tend to identify emotions as good or bad. But as we look to the scriptures, we must see that we are made in the image of a relational and emotional God. God feels. He experiences regret and is troubled. He experiences anger, is sorrowful and troubled, and filled with fullness of joy. The God who does not and cannot sin experiences a wide range of emotions. Therefore, emotions are not sin in themselves. With the right understanding of emotions, we can now take time to reflect on your emotional world. First, what were you doing? Who were you doing this with? And where were you physically when you believed you were the happiest this past year? What were you doing? Who were you doing this with? And where were you when you experienced the greatest feeling of sadness this past year? of the list below what are the top three core feelings you experienced happy sad hurt anger shame guilt lonely fear surprised excited or known What can you do this next year to tend to and grow in your emotional health? For instance, are there books to read? Conversations to have? Professionals to seek out? The incarnation is the remembrance that the divine and human are bound together in Jesus. Things that seemingly are opposites are held together in Christ. And so as you think of your physical and emotional life, the different areas that could seem opposites. May the Lord who holds together the universe who holds together the divine and the human. May he hold all aspects of your life together as one as you begin this new year.